If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. How's that water? It's great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. I Listen, you know, you, uh-huh. some places, they don't, you, you won't get a bottle of water, but here at FWB, you do. Let me tell you something. You guys uh, <laughs> spare no expense. <laughs> yeah, I no. appreciate it. The Aquafina, man. Oh, You're not yeah. at smart water level yet, mm-hmm. but hit me back <laughs> later. Right. Uh, yeah, like in a year or two? Are we going to work? Maybe oh, three. Maybe sooner? Oh, maybe three. <laughs> uh, no, let's not get Cool. Well, it's the, uh, it's the Friends Without Benefits podcast, and I'm here with Sean Carrigan. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Uh... How we know each other is we kind of met. Uh, we do we meet on the set of that that video that? Uh, I yeah, did? you you cast my 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 ex wife. She was in uh, one of your videos. Yeah, and then we just started but we talking. Did, but we did remember that uh, Freaky Friday the Thirteenth that you were the oh, cop. That's right. That that's was before right. then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that, that was before then. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt, man. That it was, was uh, yeah. Free, we were both cops, and uh, that's right. Because and you're doing uh, American Van, American Van. Yeah, Tony directed that. Yeah, the guy who directed him. Yeah, and I want to talk some shit right now. <laughs> this is where I got you here. Yo, listen, Tony directed that that Yahoo thing. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. both in. Um, Jimmy, I've done a bunch of his videos recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, between the between the no the, between the three of you guys. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have dressed me down as a high school student. <laughs> you could age or, me. You know what? They should have had you come in for and read, read for the. Uh, there's a teacher, Mr. Kraz, who who hates my character. Right. I know. They should have had you. I come I can hate your man. character so easily. Right. I know, man. I don't. Know. I saw. They, I saw Tony's name. I saw your name. I saw Jimmy's name, yeah. and I was like. What the hell? What happened? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's you got to stay at people's faces, man. People forget, man. I guess it's, this is you know what's interesting about the the industry right now is it it's moving so fast. You do stuff, and then next thing you know, you've got five other things you're trying to do, and then you know a couple months go by, and then you're doing five more things, and and then next thing you know, two years have gone by, and you've forgotten the other stuff that you've done. It's it's just it's such a oh I hang on no I hang on everything oh do you I don't have a lot going on I'm very very (laughs) desperate and I'll hang on every I'm still talking about a video we did in 2013 or 14 or whatever so that's where I'm at (laughs) but uh, people would know you from Young and the Restless yeah Uh, you. and I mean, I, this American Vandal thing is coming out. Yeah, you've done a lot, a ton of TV. Mm-hmm. I was I've like, done a fair amount. You've done a good amount of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get to the bottom of all that. Uh, I, I know of you more, even more recently. Well, we did. We saw each other um, mm-hmm. at that video uh, that I was shooting. Yeah. Um, with Suzanne, and and yeah. I was like, oh shit! I was like, hey, what? And yeah. then, okay, so back then. I remember you, you. I don't know if you're talking about you were doing IO or you were doing stand up. I, com- I, I was doing stand up back then, and and you know what's funny is you know all those guys from Woodhead Entertainment, the the you know the the videos that 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 you and I met on. That was after he and I, me, me, Tony, and Dan started Woodhead Entertainment. We did a Brett Favre video that went viral. It's got like almost five million views. Yeah. It was right around the time when Brett Favre came out with the you know sending pictures of his junk to yeah. 
to, oh, yeah. to the sideline report. So we did this video. They they played parts of it on ESPN, you know, me making fun of Brett Favre. And then we, we created, then we just started doing a bunch of different videos, and we got millions and millions of views on all the different videos we did. And then those guys went off and started doing their own thing, and that's when they he started uh, – Tony started directing for College Humor, mm -hmm. and I think that was a College Humor. Yeah, shoot yeah, that it was we a Yahoo slash College Humor. Yeah. yeah, and I was already. I think it was. Was I already on Young and the Restless at that point, or maybe I was. Like I started. Yeah, I think I was. And then Dan was. Dan Peralt was doing uh, stuff for Fandango and stuff, and so then we all just kind of went our own directions. And then Dan and Tony uh, created American Vandal, which is coming out on Netflix, and. And uh, you played coach, right? Yeah, I played Coach Rafferty, and I think just because all the stuff we've done over the years, you know, they they wrote this part that I'd be I'd be right for, and then I went in and and read for it, and um, the rest they made is you audition. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, right. Man. <laughs> you know what? I felt. Let me tell you something. I always like auditioning because then there's no question yeah. when you get on set because I've done I've done parts where. You know, somebody's giving me the part, and then, you know, they're kind of looking at you sideways. Is that how you're going to do it? Yeah. And so it's always nice to audition. This is what you're going to get. No yeah, surprises. You, yeah, yeah. And so, and I, you know, I got approved by everybody, so I was, I was fine. When, so I was curious to when you started doing uh, stand-up. Because mm -hmm. that's a, tr I mean, it's a transition yeah. from, you know, people that are like, oh, some guy from, you know, this TV guy from Young and the Restless yeah, or whatever is doing stand-up. Like, what, what's up with that? Well, here's the thing, man, is that I was doing stand-up before I got on Young and the Restless. Oh. I started doing stand-up uh, about eight, nine years ago. And um, I got on Young and the Restless four years ago. Or maybe four and a half years ago. Uh, and I was on there for three and a half years. I've been off for the last almost a coming up on a year now or that I've, I've been off the show and um and you know it's it's funny because it didn't really <laughs> being on young and the restless didn't really help my stand-up career because it's a different yeah it's a different it's a totally different yeah it's a different animal and it's a different demographic and also <laughs> it's not it's not opening too many comedy doors no yeah <laughs> hey i'm on a soap opera oh yeah can i come can i come headline your your club yeah they're like you're doing what and so I, but I've had to work against that, but it's, uh, you know, it's still, it's a conversation starter. It's gotten, it me, it's, it's gotten me in some doors and then you're just like, Hey, look, just let me come over to your club, do 10 minutes. And then you decide if you want me to come Yeah, Yeah. Listen, you give me your best 10 minutes or whatever yeah, it is. And, and so and just see, see what you like. So, yeah. so it's been interesting. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually, you know. It was a great run being on the show on Young and the Restless and everything, but I'm I'm re I'm happy now. I'm coming out in a comedy. On, Would you on do another event. soap? No, uh, I no, no. If if Young and the Restless ever brings me back, that'd be great. But I'm not going on to because you've already established. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my character's still alive. Yeah, if I ever come back and they need me, you know, it's 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 very challenging work. I can it's, imagine. I, it was actors boot camp for three and a half years. What was your before that? Had did you have a lot of like? Where did you get your like? Where are you from? Uh, well, I grew up in Miami, mm -hmm. and then I spent time in D.C., New York. I was a pro boxer. I wrestled yeah. in college, and I was a pro boxer. I missed the MMA window. Yeah, um, I did some. I did competitive Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That was okay. like kind of my like. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, it was, it, you know, it's it all along those lines. And then I, I moved out here, and then I just started acting. And then my acting career, I I got on the show called Next Action Star. And it was, it was like a, reality. It was like, yeah, it was like American Idol yeah. for actors, and I won it. And then I got to star in a TV movie, and the movie got movie 
I mean, just bombed. And then, you want to tell us what it is? Or you want to keep it secret? <laughs> it was called Bet Your Life. <laughs> I, I have a joke. Is that they they should have called it Bet Your Career. Yeah. Because I didn't work for a while after that. But then just retooled everything and started doing stand up after that. And thank because God, you're kind of taking control, like of your own. Yeah, thing, you, know? you know, I feel like when you do stand up, there's something about it. Um, even you know, at the beginning, you're taking control. You're you're saying, hey, I've got these these idea ideas. I've got these these you know this talent, this this desire to make people laugh and to laugh myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do something with this. And and a lot of times at the beginning, you suck. It's yeah. just the way it is, but then you Try, start... I've been doing stand-up for two and a half weeks. <laughs> you know, after like 12 years of improv and right. sketch, which is, they're not the same thing at all. Totally different. And totally I'm like, different. I'm just like a like a fish out of water. I mean, yeah. I seen you at HaHa. Ha, I was there on Wednesday. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you just, you just got to just do it all the time. Yeah. And I've been doing it for a while now, and so now it's starting to pay off a little bit. And I'm starting to get some good spots, go on the road a little bit. I, yeah, I keep up. I see you. And uh, I've just been, you know, just been cracking at it. It's, it, believe it or not, uh, it's a lot like, it's a lot like boxing, where you get up there on stage, you're all by yourself, you get the same butterflies, you think the same things. The first time you're in a ring or the first time you're on a stage, <laughs> you go, "What the hell am I doing up here?" Yeah, that, that's what that's what you think. And then, uh, and sometimes it's it, the shows go great, and then other times, you know, <laughs> you get beat up a little bit. What was your background? When you like you first got into acting, like what was your like? Were you like high school theater or anything like yeah, that? I yeah, I took drama in high school, oh, and then I also was in uh, on the wrestling team, and then I boxed in um, you know get you know little gyms all yeah. over Miami, and you know usually in the ghetto. Yeah, like you know, I was usually the only white dude there, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I go there, and uh, you know it was it was. Uh, it was great. I mean, I you know that, that's how that's how I grew up. But I always knew that I wanted to act, as far uh, as opposed to just being a boxer yeah. and going off the road. I just I, those are things I wanted to do. But I knew that acting was where where I wanted to take my life. When did you decide to come to L.A.? Uh, Sixteen and a half years ago, January two thousand one. That's when I came here. And what was the thing that made be like? You know what? I'm going to L.A. Fuck well, you. I quit boxing and I moved back to New York. I was up in New York. And because I was, I lived in New York for a little bit in college, and then I went down to DC, and then, and then I, and then I went back to New York a couple years after I was living in DC boxing, and I, I gave up boxing and I moved to New York because I wanted to pursue acting. And I got there, and the only thing I could get was some extra work. And I think I did extra work on uh, all my children or s- s- another world or whatever. But or no the, interest in so being a no, actor. not at all, not at all. And and so then. I I was doing these casting workshops with a bunch of New York actors, and they had this trip coming up where they said, hey, we're going to go out to L.A. for pilot season, and you should probably stay out there for a couple weeks in case you you know you hit it off with one of the casting directors and they want to bring you in. So I came out with this group of New York actors. I drove out, and I was... You know, I I set it up where I was going to stay out here for a couple of weeks. I was staying with my cousin, and then one week we were staying at the Sportsman's Lodge where they were having all the casting director workshops. And one of the casting directors said said to me, "She goes, this it's great you're out here, but if you want to be an actor out here, you need to stay out here." Yeah. And so I just never left. And slowly each year, people from that group 
slowly went home. Yeah, peeled back. Yeah, they just and I, now I'm just I'm the only one still here from that whole group of New York actors. And it, they were the ones who kind of kind of encouraged you to come yeah. out, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I got out here and, and the weather was awesome. <laughs> I found a cool spot by the beach. I was like, I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stay here. Yeah. Why would oh I wish I moved out of here sooner. Yeah, it, it was it, it, it's it's been awesome. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. When you first moved out here, you got to find your groove and your your people and things that you know yeah. you want to do and places you want to hang. But but after a while, I mean, it's just the place grows on you. So what was you know being that like being a soap opera actor wasn't like on the forefront of what you wanted to do. No, it wasn't. What was the trajectory between pre soap opera to soap opera? Like how do you get like how does one even get there when you don't want to be there? Well, I look, man. I, I don't know that it's necessarily. I think as an actor, you want to work. You want to work, yeah. You want to work, yeah. It's like you don't. You don't really have a like. I never really had a a target. I mean, yeah. I definitely wasn't going to do any like uh, <laughs> B rated, right? You know, yeah. like skin Skinamax <laughs> films. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, that, that was the only thing I wanted to stay away yeah. from was that kind of stuff. But generally speaking, you just want to work. Generally speaking, you, you sure. just want you want to get a job. Yeah. And you want to play a cool character, yeah. you know, and and something you're comfortable make with. Make a living. Yeah, make a living. <laughs> and so I. Uh, I started making a living as an uh, as a commercial actor. Okay. Uh, I've done like twenty something commercials, and and so I started making a living doing commercials. That kept me afloat. That kept me in the game. Um, and then I I got a little role in 2010 on a, a I got a recurring role. I, I started doing like you know little spots here and there on different shows. Was it getting an agent and all that? Was yeah, that, was yeah, that, was that tough. Just, or? Yeah, it was tough. You know, and and uh, you just have to just grind away. Um, and then what happened was I, I landed on a, a show called The Event. It was on NBC. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it was on for for a season, yeah. and I I did the second half of the season. Um, so you got that canceled? Yeah, it got yeah. canceled. <laughs> yeah. It, got, it got yeah. <laughs> basically, I was the reason they got canceled. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah basically. Uh, so no, but it was a great cast. It was a, it was a fun show, and and I just uh, I got that, and then you know slowly, but you know. You start to get other stuff, get other stuff, and little parts in there. I did a little part on Modern Family yeah. and some other shows and Criminal Minds. And I was just, you know, just chipping away, chipping away. And then I got this audition to play. It was only for four episodes on The Young and the Restless play this ex-military medic who comes to town to help explain the backstory yeah. of one of the other characters. You know, I'm like his long-lost best friend. And so I come to town, and next thing you know, they just keep bringing me back. And four episodes turns into fourteen episodes, then turns which has got to be pretty 20. exciting. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then you want me to come back fourteen more times? Like yeah. that's well, great. they just they kept bringing me back. They, you know, and then next thing you know, it just kept adding up. And then next thing you know, the audience, the fans of Young and the Restless, kind of took to the character, and then they offered me a contract. And it's that's what I mean. The fandom of soap opera before mm. all like the YouTube and like all the whatever I mean the fandoms of soap operas is huge like my sister's one of them like yeah you know, love soap I mean operas. look the numbers aren't like they used to be yeah. back in the day because back in the day there were three channels yeah um you know and, and then they went to four channels when they came out with Fox and yeah then, and then after that I mean just with cable television and direct TV now everything's just diluted but young and the restless for 28 years strong been number one in daytime television. We get five and a half million viewers. Uh, we're number one in Canada, number one in France. It's it's a it's a worldwide show. It's a very popular show. How 
I mean, do, when did you first notice that it was a, like kind of a li- a, like a life changer in a way? Because when you're on a show more than just one episode, like you know, like mm-hmm. Modern Family, or whatever, mm-hmm. it's a, a one show thing. But when you're on so many times that people see you every single day or every single week, like how did your outside life do people like noticing you and you more opportunities? Yeah, or? you get, yeah you get it. You get it a lot more. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, there's certain areas where. I'll get I'll, I'll get recognized sometimes more than others. I mean, you know, definitely the South. Tons of hot moms. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure, there's a lot. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I'm a big hit in nursing homes and retirement communities. Hey, <laughs> you always have a home. You always <laughs> and hospitals. Yeah. Hospitals too. <laughs> so let's not leave out the hospitals. Yeah, that's uh, great. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's an older demographic, but it's they're a very loyal demographic. Yeah. And I love like the one thing about soap fans, they're die hard about their soaps. Oh, yeah. And um, do they have a problem? Like, uh, I, I think about like the Friends episode where the uh, somebody I think it was a was somebody on there couldn't differentiate like Joey. Uh, oh okay. right, like from his uh, his character on the soap opera. Yeah. Do you ever have that where people can't only see you as that thing? Well, I've had I've had I had a little old lady come up to me. It was it was when my character was still new, and I started sleeping with Victoria, who was married to Billy. Oh boy. And she did not like and, that. Oh no, she's like, she's like, uh, <laughs> you better stop sleeping around with a married married woman. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then, and then, uh, and then Victoria got pregnant, and oh boy! And so they're you know every once in a while running somebody like, I hope the baby's Billy's. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, is that right? All right, yeah. a degenerate ex gambler. Yeah, who's uh, got, got a drinking problem. Yeah. Is that who you want? Yeah. Or, or you want you want a you want a U.S. military veteran? Who's yeah. A doctor. Yeah. Okay. It says two two things. I, yeah. What do you what do you, what do you want? Is that what you want? <laughs> uh, do like when you do when you perform? Do you yeah. ever get? Is there any crossover with people that like soap operas to your to the stand up comedy shows, your live performances, or? Oh uh, yeah, there's there's people that come and see the shows yeah. and stuff. I mean, look, I I headlined up in um oh this is a great story. I I was up in Toronto. And I was headlining at Yuck Yucks Toronto, right? Okay. And and I, it's the the la, you know the late shows in, in stand up comedy. There's there's always a you know on, especially on Friday and Saturdays, but uh, on Saturdays there's the early show, which is people that are getting ready to start their night. So they start with some stand up, getting a couple of drinks. And then they, you know, go out on the town. And then there's always the people that come in at the late show, which is at eleven o'clock. They've already had their their warm up drinks, so that by that time, by the time the show's going, th- that's the rest of their night. They're getting hammered, and it's always a rowdier crowd. the The later show is always a rowdier crowd. So I'm up in Toronto, and these guys come in, and they look like they're construction workers, <laughs> and they're they they're just piling up the third row but there's just a whole bunch of them and they're rowdy as shit they're talking to the other comedian they're heckling comedians and so i'm like look at these guys look at these assholes they came out they're 
talking shit to all the other comedians. And so I'm, I'm kind of getting upset. Yeah. But it's also made me realize that I'm coming, when I come out, I'm coming strong. Guns blazing. I'm coming guns blazing. I'm not going to let these guys talk over me because they're talking over some of the other comedians yeah. and the other comedians are getting intimidated because it's a whole big group of like big guys. And so I, I'm just, I'm going to take, I'm going to own this yeah. stage. I'm coming out. I'm going to kick the doors in. Yeah. Start with my, I'm just not going to let them breathe. I'm just going to like, you know, I'm not going to give a lot of space because I, I'm not going to let these guys take over my set. They're going to listen to me. And so, you know, they're going to listen to my comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to get like, you're not going to listen not, to my jokes. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to pay attention and they're going to like, I'm going to make them interested. Yeah. And so I come out, I'm like, look at these guys. Here we go. I'm waiting for them yeah. to, to start heckling me. And when, when they, they announced me young, you know, from young yeah. and the, young and the restless, Sean Kerrigan, these guys all went crazy. So they're super fans. They were fans of of the soap opera, man. These manly dudes. <laughs> they were like they were all from and they all worked construction together. And I guess I don't know how breaking down barriers. I don't know how, but these guys they, they were when I they, when they said Sean Kerrigan, they were like, "Yeah." They go, "Young and no restless." <laughs> Victor Newman. It sounds like a sketch. It, it really I mean, it was it was insane. And I jumped up on stage. I was like, "Oh, my God, these meatheads are here to see. They are fans of the show. And I don't know if their girlfriends got them hooked on it or what, but man, they were going crazy. And they were, I mean, they were great audience members for, for you. My, yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, felt, you know, I felt bad for the other guys, yeah. you know. But uh, they, yeah, they, and so that was, uh, that was a trip. So that, I've had some, a little bit of crossover, yeah. Where, where do you think your comedy comes from, would you say? Like, is it just. Just stuff happening in your own life? Is it observational? Like, I mean, I've seen you. I mean, obviously, I've seen you yeah. uh, a couple times now. Yeah. Um, and some video and stuff like that. So, where yeah. do you, like, where does it kind of come from? For it's you? just observational yeah. and stuff that happens to me and relationship stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, rela- relationship stuff is always because it's so on the, it's right there. You know, yeah, I mean, good I mean, or bad, it's yeah. right there. You know, it's, it's just a lot of times it's just stuff that happens to me and, you know, uh, stuff I'll think about at yeah. certain times. I mean, it's just, you know, comedy is lightning in a bottle. Yeah. You know, and it, it'll come to you, and if you don't capture it or write it down, it's gone. Yeah. And so that's why, that's you know, it, something will occur, occur to you. You got you to, gotta, I, I have to put it in my phone or record it. I'll record some stuff. Um, and so, you know, I've got some new bits that I'm working on. Yeah. And I, my, I think the main thing for me is... Sorry, I've gotten to a point now where I've, I've I've got all this material from the years that I've been doing it, and so now I'm trying to sharpen that stuff and then also come up with new stuff. And so, how yeah. often do you like you know because uh, you you the stuff that you know that works, you've done it a bunch of times. Yeah. How often are you interjecting new stuff, or will you be like, listen, I've never been here before, I'm just gonna give them the stuff that I know that's good, or that mm-hmm. thing in you like, oh, I want to do this new joke that I've been like workshopping or whatever. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's both. Sometimes I'm a little bit more hesitant and I have to go with my gut. I have to go with my gut yeah. on, cause there are times when I'm like, eh, should I try this new joke out? I don't know. Maybe. And then I'm like, ah, oh, hell with it. I'm going to try. Usually if I'm not really motivated to try something new, there's a reason. Like my gut tells me something like I, the other night. I had a show on Sunday night, and I did this new bit about, you know, how how 
everybody's so like everybody's so upset about the fact that we give kids time out now yeah. that we don't spank them anymore like yeah. i did this i did this yeah. whole bit the other night on, yeah. on sunday night i think did you see me do it the other day at, at open hop, mic yeah 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 so i did the open mic and it went well yeah i think that was is that the day you were there yeah yeah and so it went well so then i did it on sunday night at an actually book at an actual book show and i crushed it yeah. it was it was the best i'd done it but then i tried to do it again on another night yeah. and it i still didn't have it like in my head, uh, like ironed out exactly how the bit goes, and so I just kind of did it, and I was unsure about doing it that night, and it, I fell on my face, and then I had to dig myself out with another joke that I knew would work. But that—that's kind of a like I always get impressed with that kind of stuff because it's, it's easy to—I I don't know—it's easy, but to start out with like I know this is gonna work, mm-hmm. but to end strong, like like an improv show or anything, right. if it doesn't end well, nobody cares about mm-hmm. what happened for the first twenty minutes, ten minutes, three minutes yeah. if you don't like end strong. Yeah, that's true. So turning yeah. that around is is yeah. like a huge skill. Well, then, well, it's it's skill and also. You know, just from years of doing it. Yeah. So I, know I have some jokes. So I'm like, all right, well, I gotta, let me pull this out of my back pocket just to yeah. save myself some face here because I just fell on For your own. And I, also I just your fell ego. on my face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's so. like you want to leave with yeah. keeping your ego somewhat intact, even though you know it's like, hey, listen, sometimes I'm a hit. Sometimes it's a miss. Yeah. That's the, that's the volatility and the nature of it. Yeah. And you have to take risks. You have to... I mean, who's that? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's some some great improviser that said it a couple years ago. Was it Tina Fey or or was it or is it um it might have been who's the late show host um Seth Meyers no Seth Meyers? no um the guy who's took over took over late night uh, Trevor t- Noah no took over David no- David Letterman's show uh, uh, what Colbert Colbert yeah I don't know why I'm gonna like, name so- every single person <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna keep saying Trevor Noah too yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so Steve Colbert right that's it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so anyways. I think he's the one that said, said, embrace the bomb, like enjoy the bomb, yeah. because you're gonna have to bomb a lot to figure this out. Yeah, and I think that's it. You just gotta, you gotta, you got you can't be scared to every once in a while try something, and if it doesn't work, oh well. You know what I, I I've been noticing is that when people do bomb, they really save it by being like. Well, that didn't work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That thing where you're kind of owning your own, like, yeah. I want to put a pin in that or something. I, yeah. I feel like there's something, people witnessing that, yeah. and it really kind of humanizes everything. I don't yeah. know. I think it's really nice. I like yeah. it. By the way, it's weird that I couldn't think of Stephen Colbert's name. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with me? I've been hitting the head a lot. Yeah, Sorry. okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> so are you doing a lot of uh, improv now, or are you always doing? I don't know what you're No, I'm doing more improv now than I've done Because I've noticed you do yeah. some stuff at I.O. Mm-hmm. Now- Okay, so somebody's coming from stand up doing improv. What's the, I, I know the improv to stand up. What's mm. the stand up to improv like? Uh, it's it's not it's not trying to tell the joke. It's just trying to live truthfully yeah. in your imagination and work with other people and work with other people. Yeah, it's very different. It, it took some adjustment for me. Uh, I thought I was gonna kill at improv, yeah. and then I got in. I started taking a couple classes. I was like, ooh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing right yeah. now. Yeah, you know, there's there's certain rules that you need to follow and certain like guidelines, and and also tons of listening, tons tons of listening, and it's and it's also to, it takes practice to to like try to like open up your mind because you get so like nervous. Oh, oh, oh I gotta cut, I gotta think of something funny. I gotta think of something funny, and sometimes you get locked in on that as opposed to just you know reacting honestly and listening reacting honestly and listening and and really trying to work with your with your partner and and create that group mind that improv 
And that takes more than one. You know, you got to yeah. be with these people a, a, a lot. You know, people yeah. are like, oh, how do you yeah. like practice improv? You're really practicing being around the other people yeah. and working with them yeah. and kind of, you know, feel, you know, give and take and all that. And stuff. creating that group mind. Yeah. That's what it requires. So. Uh, you were saying, uh, you told me earlier that you are doing a couple of plays. Speaking of mm-hmm. you just doing, <laughs> I mean, you're just doing every medium. I think you're like hitting pretty hard. It seems, <sighs> dude. I, <laughs> it's 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 a little insane. Yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm doing a play right now called Psyche on Vine. Um, it's a really funny play. Is it on Vine? It's is it, it's is on it, Santa Monica and Vine okay. at three of clubs. Okay, and it's. It's basically the waiters. <laughs> it's such an LA because you could see this being something real. It's it's where the ra- the waiters are not only your waiters, but they're also trained clinical psychologists. Okay, and so not only <laughs> is it interactive with the with people going in there, or is it just? It's just it's like, w- w- but but the audience members. I'm sorry the uh, the cast is at, at a table, okay. two tables Got in it. the audience. All right. So it kind of like revolves around, and then there's there's cast at the bar, and then there's the stage. So it's it's an interactive play where it's your your the the some of the cast is in the audience, and so when the lights come up, it, it's just it's yeah. it's there's a lot to look at. It's really it's really entertaining that way, and it's really funny. Um, uh, it was uh, written and uh, uh, it was written by Douglas Van Bieber and Sean Whalen, who's been in all kinds of movies. And uh, and directed by Kathleen Randazzo, and it's really funny. So I'm doing that play, and then you know I've got the improv stuff, and then I've, of course I'm doing my stand up and auditioning and doing <laughs> yeah. TV. I mean, what yeah. I mean is your day like? Is it just your day? Just like uh, you wake up and then just go f- full on and then go it's, to sleep? Yeah, I have to. I have to put a lot of. I have to put a lot of stuff in my. Uh, in my calendar, yeah, or, or I get my days mixed up. Like as soon as I I said I was going to come do this yeah. with you, this is the first thing I did. Because yeah. sometimes I'll 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 agree to do something, and I won't put it in my calendar oh, on my I, phone because you don't think you need to. You're like because I'm like that. I'll remember that. Yeah, and then next thing you know, I forget. And then somebody calls me, and they're like, "Hey, it's one o'clock. Just wondering if you're close." And then you're like, "No, goddamn, I'm in <laughs> I'm in Santa Monica." Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I just I I just have to as soon as I d- agree to do something, I put it right on my phone in my calendar. So what is what is I mean uh, I'll say what is next, but it seems like everything is ne- is oh yeah. like uh, are you gonna, all the world, Jason? What is for uh? St- I mean, you're gonna do like a like you're gonna try to. Do a tour? Are you gonna do an album? I don't know. Like really familiar. Like what's like the the next thing? The next thing for me is I just shot a movie out in Ohio. Can you talk about that or no? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. It's a horror film called Six. It's a working title though. Okay. It's a Netflix movie. Um, the thing I'm really excited about is I want to see what happens with American Vandal. Yeah. We're, we're really I'm very excited, excited about that. Ooh, Jimmy's man. great. I mean, I, dude, yeah. it's it's gonna be so great. And, um, and when's that coming out? It's coming out uh, September fifteenth. Okay. September fifteenth, man, and uh, just in time for the school kids to. Yeah, I mean it's just such a well draw, done parody yeah, of like it. a true crime thing. Oh man, it you know it. I was there when we were shooting stuff, and it, it was just. I mean, I'd watch some of the other scenes and some of the characters. My character is a cool character. Uh, you know, you start to think that maybe I have something to do yeah. with what happened. It's a conspiracy or something. Yeah. Like it looks like so much fun. Oh, I was oh. jealous. Don't worry. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, I know like four names and I've worked with all these people, man. Mm-hmm. 
I can't believe they didn't give you an audition for Mr. Kraz. I didn't. I'm sure if I was like, hey guys, you know what I mean? Like whatever, I could probably. You yeah. know, or or some of the other teachers. Oh, were they? And they had 85. They were just pulling teachers at actual real teachers. They were just like, come be. <laughs> yeah. You want to be in this? Be in step. But that show? being said, the guy who played Mr. Kraz is pretty awesome. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Real, he was, real he was good. Yeah. He was a guy. He's the guy. I don't know if you ever seen the guy who goes on Hollywood Boulevard and he starts mispronouncing all the. Uh, it was a, it, the video went viral. Oh, okay. He started mispronouncing all the different sites. Okay. In, <laughs> in Hollywood, have you ever seen that? No, video? I want to see it. Though. Oh, it's funny. I want to see what my that. competition is. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Who's stealing work from me? There you go. Uh, so, where can we find you online? Uh, well, you can find me at seankerrigan.com. Yeah. And then uh, the real Sean Kerrigan on Twitter. Because somebody already had that. Because the real, real Sean Carrigan. Because the real, real Sean Carrigan yeah. already had his already already had it. So, uh, and then Sean Carrigan on, on on Twitter, the real Sean Carrigan yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sean Kerrigan. Yeah, <laughs> I guess just look up Sean Kerrigan. Yeah, uh, I'll be at the Colony Theater this Sunday night at seven in Burbank. Um, I mean, you're you're performing a lot in L.A. I mean, yeah. like. I'll be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club this Saturday at 11 p.m. And then before that, I'll be doing Psyche on Vine at the Three of Clubs at 8 o'clock on Saturday. Busy guy. So. Well, I'm not that busy, but say hi to me on Twitter at Jason underscore Horton. Uh, you can email the show, fwbpod at gmail.com. Maybe read some emails and subscribe, you know, rate the iTunes. We're on Spotify, too, and iHeartRadio and SoundCloud. Awesome, and yeah, it's it's everywhere, man. I'm everywhere. That nobody wants to be. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> we love you, man. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, brother. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free.